Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, April 21st. The Biden waiting game looks like it may be coming to an end. President Biden and his team of advisors are gearing up for a potential formal announcement and rollout of his reelection campaign as soon as next week. Now, there was a lot of speculation about whether or not Biden was really going to take the plunge and run for reelection. Why is he delaying after initial reporting suggested he might announce earlier in the year? This is actually, if you look at recent incumbent presidents, and I'll put Donald Trump to the side who opened up his re-election campaign the day of his inauguration, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, recent predecessors of Joe Biden's, this is around the time that they would file their re-election campaign. And Joe Biden, who has indicated for months now that his intention is to run for re-election, last week in Ireland, he definitely said sooner rather than later. I, I've already made that calculus. We'll announce it relatively soon. I told you my plan is to run again. So according to our reporting, it looks like that the Biden team is waiting for final sign off from the president for a plan to roll out a campaign style video on Tuesday of next week, which would mark the four year anniversary since he announced his 2020 presidential campaign. Now, Joe Biden is famous in political circles for delaying big decisions about his political future until the very last moment. So all of our sources have indicated nothing is final until you hear the words come out of Joe Biden's mouth. But clearly, the plan is to get this campaign going in some formal way next week. Well, what does that mean? It means that the campaign account opens and therefore fundraising can begin, staffing can begin, putting the fundamentals in place for an organization and a structure can begin. What it does not mean is that you're going to see Joe Biden all of a sudden doing bus tours through the heartland every week from here on out. He still has a day job and his advisors believe that day job being the incumbent president is an advantage for him to mine In this year, President Biden and the DNC have invited some of his high dollar donors and bundlers, people that raised more than a million dollars for the last campaign to come to Washington for sort of a donor briefing and gathering, not an actual fundraiser, but more a donor maintenance event with some of the most important funders of his last election effort in D.C. this coming Friday and Saturday, about a week from now. There were some key moments in the first few months of this year where President Biden gave us a little bit of insight into how he was thinking of beginning to frame a reelection argument. Here he was in early February in Philadelphia talking to the Democratic National Committee. But we got a lot more to do. Got a lot more to do. I intend to get it done, more done. So let me ask you a simple question. Are you with me? And just a few days later, at his State of the Union address, when he was addressing the nation and the Congress, he put it this way. 
We've been sent here to finish the job, in my view. Let's finish the job this time. Let's cap the cost of insulin for everybody at $35. Let's finish the job and close the loopholes that allow very wealthy to avoid paying their taxes. Let's finish the job. That is to say, the president and his team believe he has a record to run on, that they pass some significant pieces of legislation into law, that Americans are feeling the benefit, whether it's the infrastructure bill or whether it's the Inflation Reduction Act. They believe they have passed some significant laws that directly impact people's lives. But there is not a single member of the president's team who doesn't understand the challenges that lie ahead. He's the oldest person to ever serve in this job. So he's 80 years old now. He'll be 82 if he is to be inaugurated into a second term. And at the end of that term, if he is to serve the full four years, he would be 86 years old. So his age is going to be a question mark for the campaign, for the American people throughout the entirety of this campaign. There is also the fact that his current approval rating is hovering in the low 40s. CNN's latest poll of polls has him at 41% approval. That is down in a range of where Donald Trump, Jimmy Carter, and Ronald Reagan were at about this point in their presidencies. I guarantee you the Biden people look to Reagan as the model since he's the one of those that got reelected versus Carter or Trump who were one-term presidents. Speaking of Trump, That is one of the factors that is very much at play here. Part of Biden's attraction to running again is the belief that he's already beaten Trump once and Donald Trump remains the clear frontrunner for the Republican nomination right now, and he believes he's the best Democrat to try and beat him again. In fact, Biden even had a humorous moment when referencing his predecessor earlier this week. Look, I want to make sure that the $2 trillion Trump tax cut that he passed in his last term, only term, for two trillion. Well, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean that. A Wall Street Journal poll out today shows Donald Trump, when tested with 12 Republican presidential candidates, to sit atop the field by a significant margin. He's at 48% support. The next closest competitor is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis at half the level of support, at 24%. Everyone else is down in single digits. Obviously, nobody knows what nobody knows yet. So we don't know where the economy will be a year and a half from now. We don't know where the United States will be in terms of global engagement or world affairs that may present a crisis. These are the external factors that will play big in a presidential election, as they always do. What we do know is that Joe Biden, and this is important to remember, when he beat Donald Trump, yes, he had a healthy popular vote margin. But in the Electoral College, it was basically 44,000 votes in three states that made Joe Biden the winner versus Donald Trump. This is a very divided nation. And this 2024 presidential campaign is not likely to be anything other than a hard, long slog for both candidates. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Steve Lichtai is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe, Anna Sterla, and Martin Walando. We'll be back Monday.